0: Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a My United Fan podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. On today's podcast, I would like to talk about the Missing Greenwood saga. I'm sure you guys must have heard that earlier today, Missing Greenwood was released from police custody. After a few days being interrogated for the allegation made against him by his girlfriend for rape and physical assault or physical abuse and even yesterday a new charge was added to the previous two charges which are that he has been charged with threats to kill that is the latest charge on greenwood's neck so he's facing three charges of rape physical assault, or domestic violence and threats to kill Um, I assume that the the threats will be to her and not someone else Uh, he didn't really I have not read reports in detail um, the threats to kill per se but I would assume that he also threatened to kill her you know, in previous occasions while they were having their meltdown. Anyway, so I want to talk about missing Greenwood briefly. I also will be, will be talking about our transfer deadline, this um, fiasco. Um, the general transfer window shut on Monday by 11pm in England, and Manchester United failed to sign anyone in midfield. A, problemat- a problematic position for Manchester United this past couple of years. And we still feel to address the situation. It's so it's so terrible and so shocking and annoying that Rafranik wasn't backed or hasn't been backed or appears to be complicit in the whole refused out to invest in the team. Instead, the concern now is to save funds. You know, everybody has become an accountant and everybody is focused on saving funds for the club instead of investing in the squad and try to salvage our season. This was a good opportunity for Manchester United to fix a glaring problem, the defensive midfield position. Matic is passed his cell by date we all know that he has lost his legs he will give you a game or two but most times he becomes a liability because of teams with fast attackers or midfielders he cannot keep up with the runners so Matic is a liability but he's the only one equipped to play the defensive midfield role without any issues But his age has caught up with him, so he becomes sloppy like the rest of them, McTominay and Fred. McTominay and Fred can do a job for you, but they can never win you titles because the best teams will always exploit their shortcomings because they are not defensive midfielders. Those are the kind of players you use as a stopgap if the first choice defensive midfielder is not available or he's injured or something but we persist in playing McTominay and Fred as the double pivot you know and of course they they are decent players you know they're not bad or terrible players they're average players squad players but they will never give you the dominance you want in midfield in every game they can't dominate in midfield for 90 minutes let alone dominate games on a consistent basis. Some games, they will be dominant, some games will have to play on the break. That is what Mcomey and Fred gives you, because they don't have the ability to control the midfield and do the dirty job in disrupting attacks by the opposition. And also, I'll be looking ahead to the Middlesbrough game. We'll be playing on Friday. Uh, I guess we just brought Old Trafford, so I will do a brief look ahead to the game and see what we, what is there to look forward to in light of all the mess that is going on in the club at the moment, so please stay tuned for more after this break, don't go anywhere. hello everyone good day to you all thank you for tuning in to this cast hope you all are having a good day all right I want to talk about Manchester United um, there are two issues I would like to talk about the transfer window and Mason Greenwood um, both news are bad news um, the reports so I think I'll just start with the worst news, which is the Mason Greenwood news. Well, Mason Greenwood has been released from the police custody. And of course, the the course of justice will take its course. And we wait to see what happens to Mason Greenwood. From my understanding is he has three charges on his neck at the moment. Charges of rape, charges of assault, and a charges of threat to kill. So, this was recently added. I think this was added yesterday evening. The threat to kill charges were added to the list of charges against him by the Greater Manchester Police. But he'll be released on bail, and I'm sure he's, with, he's at home with his family. I wish him the best. I wish him good luck. I hope the truth prevails, but it's not looking good. Um it's terrible what has happened. Like I said in my previous cast about this issue, I'm disappointed because missing Greenwood may have thrown away his career before it started. He's a young man and he had a good career ahead of him at Manchester United you know he was favoured by Ole and even by Ralf Ranick. and he has had his struggles he has had his problems but the, the talent has always been there and we just needed a good coach a good manager to you know mentor him and develop him to become world-class striker or you know make him achieve his full potential but that is looking bleaker by the day if you look at the three charges against him there are no charges These charges if he's found guilty of any of them or all of them I don't see a way back for him and of course Manchester United have insisted that they will he will not play or train with the team until further notice and have proceeded to remove all merchandise having missing greenwood all missing Greenwood merchandise from their their store the uh, fifa also has gone ahead to remove missing greenwood from their game his kit sponsors nike I've also proceeded to suspend their relationship with him. So, things are unraveling for Mason Greenwood and he's about to lose everything he has worked for these last couple of years. Make no mistake about it. To be a Man United player from the academy is no mean feat. It's extremely difficult to break him to the first team. It's very difficult. It takes hard work. You must be talented and you must be focused. And Greenwood achieved all this. And in the end, he threw it away because of some indiscretions on his own part. Assaulting a girlfriend, injuring her, raping her, threatening to kill her or whoever. Allegedly, of course. It's all, it, they're all accusations, allegations until proven guilty in a competent court of law which i'm sure the justice system will arrive at so he's not looking good for missing greenwood and i can only wish him the best i am hoping that he'll probably get a suspended sentence and be made to go through some reformation or rehabilitation or something maybe we can write off this year for him but give him a pathway back into manchester united it may never be the life or things will never be the same for him, but he has to work hard and learn from his mistakes, look inward, dig deep, and try to rebuild his reputation, rebuild everything he has destroyed. This is what I wish for him. Yeah, there has to be consequences for the actions if indeed he is guilty of any of them. I would have loved to analyse each action, but I don't think it would be fair on his girlfriend, who is the real victim here, not missing Greenwood. I'm only upset because he's a Manchester United player. I I couldn't care less if he was a player of another club. But because of his his links to Manchester United, I feel upset and looking for any hope, any light at the end of the tunnel for him but I don't see any at this point in time. I'm hoping that if he's found guilty some leniency, some mercy will be applied to him. A suspended sentence so that if he repeats any then he goes into jail immediately. That's what I'm hoping for him. But something has to be done. He must be made to suffer the consequences, community service, if possible, uh, some rehabilitation, some psychotherapy, some education. Some he has to suffer the consequences. He may be made to lose certain things, certain privileges, you know. But don't let him lose his career. That's what I would love for Miss Greenwood. Even if you will not make it at Manchester United, even if you're not allowed to play Manchester United, let him forge something elsewhere. Let him start over from scratch next in somewhere else. You know? That's what I wish for Mason Greenwood. Anyway, I wish him all the best. Let's see what happens in the coming weeks, months. Um, this year. So enough of Mason Greenwood. Another big problem and that's thinking problem, crazy problem is the my United transfer policy. Monday was transfer deadline day. Uh, Manchester United as expected allowed Van der Beek to join Everton. They had allowed Anthony Marshall to join Sevilla and they also allowed Ahmad Diallo to join Rangers. Linga was was supposed to join Newcastle but the move later got blocked, you know, by maybe some 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 idiots in at the excellence of my United board, maybe the Glazers or Mortal or whoever. Excuse me. And at the end the Lingas attempt to leave Manchester United was blocked. Uh, some have cited that missing the missing grill situation was the reason why it Jessininga's attempt to leave the club was blocked this transforming from But Ralf Rannick had had stated that he was happy to allow Linga leave the club. So who blocked the move out of Manchester United? Who? So it appears Ralph Ranick is another Puppet, if not already one in the making, it's already a puppet, you know. How can the coach say he doesn't want a player, he doesn't need a player, and his move will be blocked by somebody higher up? It makes no sense, meaning Rav Ranick doesn't really have a say. So it is possible that Rav Ranick wanted the defensive midfielder to complement what we have in midfield already, but those at the top were not interested in signing one now. They are more interested in saving money rather than you know, strengthening the midfield. And it's so disappointing because Rafranik appears to be in cahoots with them because he must have known that this is what they wanted all this while. I have been speaking speaking or making statements suggesting that this is what he wanted. So I don't understand why Manchester United have the opportunity to strengthen a problematic area in the midfield and have still refused to do something about it. It makes no sense. It just shows the level of ambition we have at this club. It shows the level of unseriousness we are as a club. We have no ambition. We don't care about trophies. We only care about PR and making money. Anything that attacks the cow the cash cow, the money making machine is attacked and removed in an instant that is why missing greenwood was thrown out at the bus within a few hours of the news breaking of his um actions and this is a big problem for me because my united will never will never accidentally win trophies it has to be deliberate it has to be planned for and it appears that we are going to be like Arsenal who are experiencing the same challenges we are having typically with the same kind of owners Americans these American owners winning is not their goal if you win winning is like a bonus the real goal is to make profits and that is where Manchester United is at the moment and it's a shame that my United Obviously know that they need to strengthen their defensive between position because of the legs of Matrix is gone. but many and Fred cannot be trusted in such positions and yet are uh, looking to save money and wait till the summer to strengthen. What a shame. What a big shame that Manchester United are failing to do the needful after countless opportunities we've been crying out for a defensive midfielder yet ole failed to strengthen now Ranick is failing to strengthen and what is the consistent variable in these two managers it is the board woodward Woodward is gone now, but his imprint is being felt. His legacy is still being felt. And Richard Mortar, who has replaced him, will probably follow in his footsteps. So, this is the situation in Manchester United. We have no, there was no reason for my United failing to strengthen that squad, this journey transfer window. There was a lot of opportunity, there were players available. But apparently, Man United were not even interested in signing anyone in the first place. So, their minds were made up and they kept their mouth shut. At least the honourable thing was for them to come out that, look, we are not signing anyone or we are not looking at signing on anyone this January transfer window by aiming for the summer where we can get our targets. At least you, we know that, okay this transforming window is all about getting players who need game time out of the club and not raise our expectations but they deliberately kept their mouth shut hoping making us to hope and hope and hope and in the end just let everything oh of course at some point it became clear that we're not making any moves in the transfer market when deadline day began to you know the deadline day news when we saw that we we're not being linked with any transfer that's when it dawned on us so we're forced to retain hope that Marioneda would do something on deadline day but apparently that was misplaced that was misplaced hope so it's a terrible situation that we are in at this club the club is in a mess and I'm sorry to say, even changing managers is not going to fix the problem, either long or short term, until those upstairs get their acts together. And as it is, the way Man United is, as long as Man United continues to remain a profitable merchandise, we will continue to have this problem. Of course, they may make some good signings, they may make some signings to pacify the fan base. Uh, to prevent another protest but we are not acting like a club that is serious in winning trophies. The club is not proactive. Apparently things have to get to a critical stage like the way things were with Ole before they wake up from their slumber and as long as this ship is stabilized, this ship is steady, many Many of the actions they ought to be taking will not be taken. Things that they ought to be doing will not be done. There will be no proactiveness. We are just reactive. So that is the situation with Manchester United in the transfer window. It's a shambles. And we are an injury or two away from a full-blown crisis in midfield. And something, something deep down is hoping that it happens so that we can learn our lesson we really need to learn a bitter lesson because these glazers this those clowns upstairs they will not learn their lesson they will not do the needful until something tragic happens or when there's a revolt by fans for now many minor fans are happy with the mediocrity as long as some of their favorite players keep playing and giving them the occasional nostalgia they will be happy customers because that's what they are happy customers you know i don't see a way back of Manchester united under the glazers we will not win anything with the way we are being run that is just a fact ranick will come and go but the problems will still remain if players that he wants will not be given to him or players that he wants out of the club are blocked from going out like in the case of lingard the reports we had the previous day was that lingard had been given the blessing to get out of the club but it was later blocked by the glazers for whatever reason some alluded to the missing Greenwood saga as the reason behind it but i doubt it I suspect that Rafa Rani does not have a say in the control of this squad. He doesn't have a say. He doesn't just like Ole. Maybe Ole wanted the defensive midfielder, but um the Glazer said there's no money for that. Maybe he they, they were maybe they, he was told to work with what he had and he was too happy to do what is do what they wanted because he knows that he doesn't deserve to be there. Ranick apparently is also a yes man. This is his biggest job since his career began and he wants to remain in the books of or in the good books of Richard Motto and maybe Darren Fletcher. And whoever has a say in his recruitment. And of course, he doesn't want to lose that goodwill. So he's towing the line, not to offend anybody. And working with what he has. Anyway. All right, enough of Manchester United and the transfer deadline there. I hope we i hope we get away with this poor performance or uh, in the transfer market and maybe matt dominic boba fred and matic can be able to get us top four and somehow be able to win the fa cup but i don't see us winning the premier league well sorry i beg your pardon that ship had sealed i wanted to say the champions league i don't see us winning the champions league without being so it's not going to be possible unless Ronaldo, you know, is able to perform some magic. Messi Greenwood is no longer there for the foreseeable future. So it's just Rashford, uh, Ronaldo, Cavani, Sancho and Elanga. So that's the situation we are in right now. Um, On Friday, we'll be taking on Middlesbrough in the FA Cup. Um, fourth round. Hopefully we will defeat them. Um, there should be an easy opposition to overcome considering the fact that we've been resting and we've had a lot of time to rest and be recharged. So I hope Ranick will get the best uh, get the best out of these players so that we can easily dispatch bro and begin to see how we can walk our way up and challenge Spurs arsenal west ham and chelsea for a place in the top four really we need to do that but i fear that when the game start coming thick and fast injuries start coming so start coming then we'll be found out for what we really are so i think that's all that has to be said there's not really much to add to that i'll be of course making my podcast reviewing the game on friday so kindly stay tuned for that Um, in the meantime do not forget to like follow subscribe depending on your podcast platform the message of reminder fan podcast i appreciate you all for tuning in and listening thank you so much i appreciate your time this is uh, wishing you a great week ahead and bye for now